Want to patent your invention? The chance is near. You've given it heart. Now get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. This is Richard Gearhart. And Elizabeth Gearhart. Welcome to Passage to Profit on WOR 710 AM, the voice of New York. At Passage to Profit, we're all about the creativity, energy, and excitement that comes from starting your own business, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Yes, people just like our listeners. People who are excited about taking a leap of faith and starting their own business. With so many tools and opportunities out there now, there's never been a better time to start your own project. You can get inspiration by listening to Passage to Profit right here on WOR 710. You'll get great advice from those who've made it and great tips and inspiration. And you can have a great experience meeting with one of our celebrity guest entrepreneurs. Come to a Passage to Profit meetup and pitch your idea to be on the show. Go to the Meetup website or just Google Passage to Profit and sign up. It's that simple. This week we have as our guest entrepreneur Jay Alexander Martin, co-founder of FUBU. FUBU was a phenomenon that took off during the hip-hop scene in the early 1990s. Their first celebrity endorser was the rapper LL Cool J in 1993, and it took off after that. By 1997, the line was raking in nearly $40 million. By 1998, over $350 million. LL even wore a FUBU hat in a Gap commercial. So today's show is about apparel and about branding. Right, branding. So what is branding? It's a little nebulous, but it's really about creating a unique name and image for a product in the consumer's mind. One that evokes an emotional response to buying the product. Companies do this mainly through advertising campaigns with a consistent theme and a logo. So branding aims to establish a recognizable presence in the market that attracts and retains loyal customers. For instance, Richard, if I say to you, the ultimate driving machine, that what would comes be a, to mind? That would be a Mini Cooper. No, obviously <laughs> that's a BMW, right? Yes. And so what does BMW make you think of? Well, it makes me think of luxury, something fun to drive. So how is that different from the Prius I used to have? Well, in my humble opinion, a BMW is a lot better, but uh, Prius is uh, very practical and it's economical. So do you think people look at you differently if you're driving a BMW at 60 miles per hour versus a Prius at 60? I mean, you're going the same speed. Well, I hardly ever drive at 60 miles per hour. I'm usually (laughs) going a lot faster. But of course, the brand and the image are important, uh, but the product is important too. Every product and business has a brand. For example, at Gerhardt Law, we strive to work with integrity, and as far as the legal work is concerned, craftsmanship, and also we favor entrepreneurism. So it's not just our brand, it's the product that we deliver to our clients. Well, after having gone to his website, jalexandermartin.com, I can hardly wait to hear what he has to say about this. Me too. And after we interview Jay, you'll hear pitches from three up-and-coming entrepreneurs. After the pitches, you, our listeners can go to the Passage to Profit page at Gearheart Law and vote for your favorite pitch. That's Gearheart Law, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T. I can't tell you how many times I've had to spell that name. You can vote for a week, but you only get to vote once. So get your friends to vote for you, and just remember the name by imagining walking down a passage with a huge pot of gold at the end. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Right, and so I guess that's becoming part of our brand because every time you say that, that is walking down the passage, I get to say, may your passage be short 
and your profit be huge. (laughs) Stay tuned. You're listening to Passage to Profit on WOR, the voice of New York. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Our very special entrepreneur guest this week is the acclaimed Jay Alexander Martin, who has uh, externalized, and really that's a pretty cool way of saying starting or creating a new business, but he's externalized many successful ventures in the fashion industry, including the iconic clothing line FUBU, which of course stands for us, by us, where he is the co-founder and vice president. As an accomplished designer, he has successfully given the fashion industry a unique line of clothing through FUBU. FUBU brand has racked up over $6 billion in sales over the life of the brand. Welcome, Jay. Welcome to the show. Your most recent work is How Money Makes You Crazy, and please tell us how understanding money is important to uh, entrepreneurs and why well, money makes you crazy. Well, money makes me crazy because... You know, we started FUBU, oh my God, 1992. I feel like I'm a dinosaur. They used to call us uh, Garmentos, I guess, in that <laughs> respect. But um, again, it says in our monologues, you know, we're at $6 billion in sales. So when you have $6 billion in sales, that comes with some type of profit. Uh, I won't tell you what that profit was, but it comes with some type of profit. And when you're young and you're making money like that, a lot of times you take that money and you either, you know, overmarket yourself or you market the brand or you just take it and do frivolous things with it because from where you come from, you didn't really have any money. So sometimes people overcompensate for what they don't have when they're younger. So in turn, what I used to do is I would take my money and I would just spend it on lavish things, a lot of lavish things. Although I saved some of it, but as turn, I could have had a lot more money uh, to date if I didn't do certain, make, make some of the choices that I made. And this book is, is something I wrote to get people to kind of change their, their thinking of money and value money more. So how is it important for entrepreneurs who are starting out? Maybe they don't have a lot of money. They're starting on a shoestring like you did. How should they be viewing money? And so how should they be thinking about it in order to maximize their chances for success? Well, I mean, again, you know, when you think of business, you think of, you know, most people in business, a lot of times is everyone kind of wants to go straight to the marketing. In marketing, is, you know, in marketing, what happens in business is that it's just puff, puff in the air. You know, I want to put an ad here in hopes that, in hopes that people actually will look at something. Or I want to uh, take it and do a couple of Facebook ads here so in turn hopefully someone will look at something. So again, it's still that hope that something can happen. It's not something if I bought something and I, in sales where I buy something tangibly, I sell it, I make money, hopefully, again. So what happens is when you are starting a business, 
you know, some people have a different thinking of money. I'm not the one that's going to handle the money because I want to go off and I want to, I want the brand to be out there. I want to, you know, I want to do the parties and I want to do all that and all this stuff. And, and that's what most people want to do when it comes to a business because they want the accolades. They want to show everybody what they have. And in turn, you need someone that's kind of, I don't want to say slow, but just more relaxed and have a lot more temperament. When it comes to money, so then they, they know it, sometimes it doesn't make sense to do A versus make sense to do B. Like I'm the fashion guy of the group. I want things to be always out there, and and sometimes things to just be kind of just settled and relaxed. That's what well, I, I think. Say. You brought up a really good point about marketing. I do the marketing for Gearheart Law, and you could spend millions mm-hmm. on marketing. It's endless and time and energy, and there are so many different marketing vehicles out there, but what do you really think is the foundation? What do you really have to get down first before you really blow out your marketing? Um, You have to really identify who your customer is. That's the premier driver of business anyway. A lot of times people don't even know who they want. It's almost like the theory of everybody likes it. Well, who's everybody? Yeah. You know, your mom, your dad, your cousin, your sister. So how find out who that person is? Yeah. So if you're designing apparel, then how do you figure out? How do you know? How do you understand whether your target market is going to like this piece of clothing that you're designing? So is that just intuitive? Is that just your talent? Well, yes, yeah, somewhat. That is my talent. Right. Um, I'm creative director at heart. I've been a creative director since I doing a time. Um, but if you're that's not something that kind of comes innately to you, what you have to do is you have to do a lot of research. Um, first and foremost, I, I really press research. I mean, now research is right in front of your face. You could just go on a computer and look and see for all different regions and, and countries and, and, and things like that. So you can amass the look, the style of what you're actually trying to do or what you actually want to make. And then if you can isolate a group of people that will actually like that or actually start to wear that or whatever, then you'll be fine. But a lot of people just kind of make stuff just for them and hopes that the next person is going to like it. Right. I mean, that, and that's, it's part art, but it's also part science because I think part of what makes a brand a $6 billion brand is some creative uh, inspiration there. I don't, I don't know. Can you really build a brand based just on research? I think that there has to be something a little bit special there Well, I to, mean, I, I, to capture people at an emotional level, I, right? I did, I did a lot of cheating, um, and I, I cheated within myself. Um, for instance, I use Coca-Cola Red. Now, why would I take a Coca-Cola can and take the actual Pantone number for the Coca-Cola and use that color for red? Why? Because there's so much marketing. There's been so much money in marketing put behind that color red. When you see that psychologically, you're looking at it and saying, why do I like this shirt so much? <laughs> yeah, Not necessarily it's already you like familiar, it right? right? It's yeah. already familiar. So you have to start think, thinking that way. You know, that's, I just call that cheating. But again, it wasn't <laughs> cheating. It's just being smart. Right. So you cast yourself as a creative director, but really looking at your book and reading it, you delve pretty deep into the psychology of spending choices and money. And it sounds like you really try hard to understand people. Yes. I've read books like Biology and there's a few other books that I've read in respect to that. I read psychology books, I'm sorry to say. And not even just how people relationships work, how people, you know, breathe, how people think, what people want, what people don't want. I, I look at, the, you know, social paths. I look at, look at all of that. Why? Because I just want to understand the actual person. In turn, if you understand the person, you understand what they want. It's not even just even just reading about them. It's actually just sometimes I'll sit outside and I'll just sit and stare 
and watch people. And you feel like you've learned a lot. And oh, no, you definitely will learn a lot. I mean, and if you, be, you know, especially in New York, because it's such a melting <laughs> pot. You know, There's plenty to look at. Let's be honest. Right. Any time of day, you know. So you just sit there and watch, and you look, and and you and you look, you kind of get outside of your circle. You know, don't sit there. And, and a lot of people will do is they only look at the, their genre or look at who they are. Like I'm a black man, but I'm not going to sit there and look at a black black people for. All day, I'm going to look at everybody. Why? Because this world is the melting pot of different groups and, and people have different relationships. I want to see the interactions between the two people. Why do they prefer khakis over regular jeans? Or if they are wearing jeans, why do they like those jeans? Sometimes they even ask somebody some question. Hey, oh, where'd you get that from? I don't really, I, it doesn't really matter where he got it from, but I'm asking anyway just to see what the answer is. Wow, yeah. does everybody have to be as smart as you are to start a clothing line? Because <laughs> that's honestly, pretty deep yeah, stuff. that's pretty deep honestly, stuff. Honestly, I don't, I don't look at it being smart. I do. I, I just, I mean, because I think, to me, I think this is normal. That's great. I think the point you make about, though, why are, why are people wearing this and why are people wearing that, I think clothing really is pretty fundamental you know, to our identity, right? I was telling Elizabeth yes. this morning, every morning I, I get up, I go to the closet, I say, how do I want to look today, right? Because who am I meeting with? Mm-hmm. Am I being casual? Am I being serious? If I'm going to be in public, I might wear my better tie and my better suit, right? If I'm not going to be in public, I might wear an old suit and an old tie, right? So it's something that everybody thinks about, you know, every day. And it's probably one of the most fundamental pieces of defining our identity. I always say, uh, dress how you want to be addressed. I want to get back to kind of the psychology of this. So when you did the FUBU brand, you appealed to a certain sector of the economy who felt like they were being left out from fashion. Mm -hmm. In our coming up, you know, we had certain brands that didn't really identify with us as a community, uh, as the hip-hop community, we call it, quote, quote, unquote. And I came home from Death to Storm. I I wanted to be in fashion. So, you know, I convinced these three other guys that it made sense, you know, to start a line. They, we, well, we don't have any money. So I'm like, okay, well, look, I have $6,000. I'll take $1,000 myself. Give them $5,000. So in that concept of us kind of coming together, it was for us, by us, because we really needed something for us, by us, because there was nothing out there for us to actually wear, you know. If we had a pair of pants and we needed a special pocket here or we need a little more room here or, you know, we we wanted our shirts to be this way or we wanted this this to be that way. We knew that it, we, it was instilled in us on how we wanted to wear it and what we wanted to do with it. So in turn, no one was doing that. You know, mm-hmm. they wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about, you know, what we really liked. You know, if, for instance, if you look at like a James Dean type of type back in the days, you know, they used to wear, you know, uh, used to smoke cigarettes all the time. Yeah. Right. They always wanted that that left chest pocket to put the, the cigarettes in. Right. That they were doing that. They just didn't know they were doing that, you know. But we just took that and extrapolated it times a million. <laughs> and, and it works. I mean, I won't buy a handbag that doesn't have a cell phone pocket. Exactly. To your point. Exactly. Well, I mean, the best thing to figure anything out is the research. Again, and I, I so much stress research. I so much stress, you know, keeping your eyes open, you know, keeping not necessarily a tunnel vision, but a wide vision, uh, cast a big net over whatever you're trying to do as far as business or whatever you're trying to do as far as fashion or just to understand because you really need 
for instance, even with the, with FUBU, there's been times when you know our company has went up and it went down because of the market shifting to more, uh, i.e., it was the market shifted to more slim, right? Slimmer, uh, slimmer fit. Unfortunately, but, <laughs> but you know we were known, and when we would do, do, you know, we were known for more a larger fit. So in turn, we were so good and so it impacted the the world more so w- with that whole look. When it changed, we couldn't just change. Right. And and then when we did change, people still thought of us that way, and they didn't think of us going forward. So well, we had, I mean, I mean that's the nature of the business. You, know, you right? can be too good at what you do. You can yeah. overmarket and be too good. So, so then you, w- would you start another brand that was a slimmer fit, but not call it FUBU? Like, I mean, what, how would you address that? Well, yeah, you'd start other brands, um, but you kind of have, with that one brand, you kind of have to wait it out. Okay. You have to wait out the, oh, I'm not wearing that because that's, that's, that's big. you got to wait it out. But if you're a real brand, you can wait it out and you can do that. We're here with Jay Alexander Martin from FUBU. And don't forget to visit Jay Alexander Martin's website to hear where he's going to be speaking. You can see him in person. His website is just jayalexandermartin.com. No dots or spaces or anything. jayalexandermartin.com, spelled just like it sounds. So go see where he's going to be next. And you're listening to WOR 710 AM on your radio dial. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearheartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Welcome back, entrepreneurs. We're here to the uh, pitch portion of the program, and each contestant will have a total of eight minutes to make their pitch. The first two minutes, they fly solo, and so for that time, describe their project and put it in the best possible light. The remaining time is for the Inquisition, where they'll be challenged by Richard, Elizabeth, and Jay to describe their project in greater detail and convince the audience their project is the best. At the end of the program, our listeners will be directed to the Passage to Profit page on the Gearheart Law website, where our listeners can vote for the pitch they like best. Our first pitch is Lori Sexton from Pochette, and I'm going to let you get started and tell them about your patent. Okay. Thank you. My name is Lori Sexton, and I'm the president and CEO of Pochette, which is a new frontier of uh, lingerie, activewear, and fashion boots. Basically, it's RFI, and the apparel part of that has recently been patented by our outstanding law firm and James Kloberg. That's been wonderful here. Uh, I, most of my career was done uh, 
at Bell Laboratories. And when I left there, I had an idea because all my girlfriends were running and exercising and putting their cell phones in their bras, which if you ask any engineer that worked from Bell Labs or Lucent is not a good thing. So I designed a line of lingerie that's inclusive of uh, sports bras, sports uh, regular bras, actually a full slip that you can put your cell phone in and the, the radiation is blocked to 99.5%. That's inclusive of activewear as well as a fashion boot for women, hopefully for the fall, that they can put their boot on the side uh, from that. So also, this Jersey girl is bringing jobs back to the United States. Uh, my suppliers are from the mills of North Carolina and South Carolina, as well as the uh, apparel is being made in uh, South Fork, PA. And a lot of people in the industry have helped me. I'm engineering by trade, so as I made my way through that, I was able to reach out and they connected, the dots connected. Well, thank you, Lori. That's, that was great. Um, so your product uh, allows somebody to store a cell phone and a piece of clothing close to their body, but the clothing contains a shield that shields themselves from radiation. Is that correct? That's correct, as well as you can put your credit card in there and no one can scan your credit card from that pocket. Uh, oh, so it also protects uh, credit card from credit card theft, too. That's correct. All right. That sounds that sounds great. So tell us a little bit about some of the designs that you've created for your project. Uh, we have a regular bra. My colors are currently to start off or for black and white within the lace. Uh, I have a bustier, which you could wear uh, underneath a regular jacket, as well as a full slip that all have the pocket that's in there. And it does work. It's tested. As I said, made here in the United States. We also have the active wear, which is running shirt for men, long sleeves, short sleeves, same thing for women. The pockets either on the arm or in the front from that perspective. And you can run and you can put your cell phone in there. So you usually see people running and they're walking with their cell phone in hand. So this will address that as well as it's patented. So uh, basically I have the rights to it for right now. We're moving, hopefully it'll be a move forward for production. That's great. And I also want to thank James Klobuchar from our office. I want to give him a shout out because he really did a lot of great work for Lori. Yes, he did. So. Can I just say applying for a patent doesn't mean you get a patent. You have somebody write the patent, which is written in a very weird language that is very legalese that a normal human being cannot really comprehend. <laughs> and then you So have none to, of us are normal. Is that what you're trying well, to say? Well, we're not normal. <laughs> so then you submit it to the United States Patent and Trademark Office, and they automatically reject it. So you have to go back and forth with them to get it allowed and to issue as an actual patent. And there are really very few people in this country that own patents. So it's really a unique honor to have a patent and shows how smart you are. And, <laughs> so. and, and, and getting patents in the clothing business is especially tough, too. So, you know, kudos to you, Thank uh, you. Laurie. So, um, so what is your marketing strategy going forward to get your product out there? Uh, for right now, marketing strategy is I have a niche, as I said, uh, for the cell phone piece of it. All women wearing bras. They're uh, sports bras, they're wearing bustiers, and everyone has cell phones. Cell phones are not going anywhere. In fact, they're getting stronger. They're going from 4G to 5G. So niche, most women so have... So does that mean if it goes from 4 to 5G, that means more radiation? That's, Is that it's a little bit stronger for that, but the material that's in my pocket will address that. So we've already waited. That was already put into the site as I, the forefront as I move forward working with the people from there. So that is the niche market. My colors currently are black and white. So if every woman buys just one of black, one, two, I have that out there from, from that perspective. A lot of people are exercising that's inclusive of sports bras and sportswear that you can use. 
as well as just uh, a regular shirt. Uh, we could put a pocket on your your things, uh, uh, Jay Alexander, and you can <laughs> map that on there, and you could actually use that. So, yeah. so I we think could, this is an do that. on-air pitch to you, Jay. I mean, so uh, we could do that too. <laughs> All of that sounds great. And I do think the designs are really cute, honestly. I love the boots. That is just like, I mean, I, it would be kind of cute just to put that pocket on the boot just like for decoration, but it actually has a useful purpose too. Boots are really cool. There's actually a story behind that, uh, the boot that came there. Uh, the lady used to babysit me down the street. When she passed away, we had to uh, get her ready for the church to have her funeral, and we went to buy her an outfit. The person that rang me up, she actually had her cell phone in her boot. So when I came home, I cut up my boot, and I went to Rocco. He's uh, an Im immigrant from Italy. He actually made my uh, prototype. And he put it on there, and I went to the, the phone store, and I bought like six different cases for the phone to make sure that they would fit in there. And uh, we moved move, move from there. Great. Did you want to say something, Jay? Honestly, mm -hmm. that's nice to know that you have that. But right now, if I'm listening to you, mm -hmm. I'm not thinking about anything designing. Okay. I'm not thinking about clothing. I'm not thinking none of that. I'm thinking about that patent because the IP is where the money is. In the end... FUBU means nothing without the word FUBU. Because if it doesn't say FUBU on it, there's nothing. So whoever owns the IP owns the world. So in turn, it's great that you put it into lingerie, but my idea would have been, okay, let me see if this works. I, 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 one, you may have to do it at Commerce just to, keep, to make sure you have, it, have the name. That's cool. But I wouldn't concentrate anything on fashion. I wouldn't care. What I would do is because you just started with lingerie, I would go to Victoria's Secrets, and I would get that, have them, once you get the patent, give it to them and let them buy it. And every time they sell something out of that, you're going to make a penny, a dollar, $5, whatever you negotiate. That's where the money is. The money is not sitting around trying to design some clothes and putting a fancy little, you know, this or that on it. The money is sitting at home getting mailbox money. <laughs> That's just my idea. Okay. I think that's great advice, and I have to agree. Intellectual property is extremely important. And in many cases, it is the lifeblood of your company, right? So your trademark, everybody knows FUBU. Uh, I think that's great advice, Lori. I, I think you were lucky to get that from such an expert. I think so, too. Thank you. I appreciate it. I w I'd go home, sit around, be drinking coffee all day, and I was oh, wow, I just got some more money. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sounds great. More money. So, Not so a this, check. So then, oh. You have to go out to the mailbox to get oh. it, right? So you got your first pen, so now you got to start working on the next project. So now you got to find something new. So you get that revenue stream, that passive revenue stream from Victoria's Secret, and then you go on to the next thing. Maybe you buy some real estate. Maybe you do. That's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, you know? Well, we've got one more that we've got to finish up, and I think James has three other questions that he has to outs to outstanding so the boots are actually patent pending the apparel is complete i actually have the patent in my bag back there and the other piece of it so that will how be did you, how did this, this was did you test anything yet though? yes it's all tested all from tested. there and it does work and uh, actually, well i'm saying as far as washability the washability for over it, a certain amount of time 150 wash about 150 washes for that uh -huh. as far as this the silver that's in the in the pocket uh, -huh. uh as long as you don't put it in the dryer and you're not washing it with hot water you don't want to you don't want to wash what it's on the label though, mm -hmm. or it's, it's on our hang tags and on the label. Just regular cool water. You don't want to wear it until it stands up. So put it in regular woolite. It works fine. From okay. There. Well, I would sell that whole idea, that whole concept to whomever. Mm -hmm. Anybody, anybody wants to buy it, 
unless somebody was to take it and and just for them, then you know, unless, as long as the, the deal is good, then you keep it. Whatever, okay. not you know. And then think about something else and keep it moving. Okay. Yeah, and I think that's great advice because anytime you can create a passive revenue stream, then, you know, you can go do whatever you want after that. And if you can make enough passive revenue streams or make the one that you have big enough, then you can go sit on the beach all day. (laughs) This came about because I was laid off for 23 months, so I had an idea and I pushed it forward. So we're out of time for your pitch. This was excellent. That was great advice, Jay. Thank you. And. I really hope that you enjoyed this too, Lori. So uh, what's your website? Uh, Pochette.us, P-O-C-H-E-T-T-E dot U-S. Okay, thank you very much. You are listening to Passage to Profit on WOR 710, The Voice of New York. Hi, I'm Lisa Askley, the inventress, founder, CEO, and president of Inventing A to Z. I've been inventing products for over 38 years. Hundreds of products later and dozens of patents. I help people develop products and put them on the market from concept to fruition. I bring them to some of the top shopping networks in the world. QVC, HSN, Evine Live, and retail stores. Have you ever said to yourself, someone should invent that thing? Well, I say, why not make it you? If you want to know how to develop a product from concept to fruition the right way, contact me. Lisa Askeles, the inventress. Go to inventingatoz.com, inventingatoz.com. Email me, lisa at inventingatoz.com. Treat yourself to a day chock full of networking, education, music, shopping, and fun. Go to my website, inventingatoz.com. It's Passage to Profit. With Richard Elizabeth Gerhardt, I'm here with Jay Alexander Martin, and you're listening to WOR 710. And so our second pitch this evening is from Debbie Kleinbauer, Studio 128. You have two minutes. Go. Hi there. My name is Debbie Kleinbauer, and I'm the owner of Studio 128, which is an online women's activewear boutique We sell about 10 different designer brands, all on the higher end, making it a one-stop shopping for busy women. Basically, the idea started um, after I spent about 18 years working in investment banking in New York City. Um, I had three young kids, needed a little break from the commute and the hectic schedule, and decided to take a year off. Um, During that year, I started to make a commitment to myself to work out on a daily basis, Um, and started going into studios and realizing women weren't just wearing leggings and fun tops to work out in, they were wearing it for the entire day. Uh, So the same women I was seeing in a yoga class at 9.30 in the morning, they were wearing the same outfit at three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, So women wanna feel good, they wanna look good, and they wanna be comfortable. So running, whether it's going to work out and then running to the grocery store, going to pick up your kids from school or running to a soccer practice, women aren't taking the time to go home and shower and get dressed and blow out their hair and and the whole nine yards. Um, But they still want to look good and they want to look fashionable. So that was really the trigger for Studio 128 Um, and really just having a variety of brands available to women um, in one site and not having to go from site to site to figure out, you know, a a great pair of leggings, but that company doesn't actually make tops that match their leggings. So everything is in one spot. 
Well, that's great. Thank you very much. I found out when I got here, Debbie and I didn't know each other, but I found out we live in the same town. Yes. <laughs> and um, I can attest to her testimonial about the women who are running around in their exercise clothes all day long. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, and really, I think it's because they're comfortable, but also... You're not going to dress up and blow out your hair to go to the grocery store or to pick up your kids from school or go watch soccer, like you said. So this sounds like a really good line to me. I, You know, I'm working full time now, but back when my kids were younger, I was doing all that stuff and I wasn't dressing up. So Mm -hmm. I think that this is a very good niche market for you. And so I do like the idea of finding things all on one site. Do you have matching pieces? Like, could I say, like on some, I shop, okay. I'm just going to put it out here. I am the ultimate shopper. I shop online all the time. The stocking ads get me to go click on the Nordstrom site and go in and see see what else I could buy. Um, but they often offer outfits together on Psalms. Do you do that? Yes, we do. So on the site, we actually have a section for matching sets. So we'll com- we'll pair things up for people so that it makes it even easier. And it might not be uh, the top and the bottom are from the same designer, um, so you might have a funky pair of uh, camouflage pants and you want something very plain on top. So we would pair that all up for people. That's great. How did you start the business? I mean, uh, uh, becoming an online retailer in today with Amazon and everybody else, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's quite a challenge. How did, you, how did you get started and uh, what are your plans to take it from here? So like I mentioned before, I, I, I have a, a very unique background, right? It's not in the fashion industry. I worked for a major investment bank. Um, you know, my only fashion experience is when I was a teenager working at the mall and, uh, and ringing people up, right? But I do have a passion for fitness. Um, I have a finance background. Obviously, if you're a business owner, a finance background makes a huge difference um, and a huge impact. So I really wanted to come up with an idea that I was going to be passionate about. Um, I'm passionate about fitness. I'm passionate about fashion as well and really wanted to pull those things together. In terms of where it can go and, and you know, dealing with online retailers like Amazon, it, it's very different, right? So I'm not trying to compete with Amazon. Um, Some of the brands that I have, you could get on Amazon, but most of them you can't. So I'm going into New York City, I'm meeting with sales reps, going into showrooms, picking out and handpicking everything that I like, Um, not just things that I'm going to wear, but things that I think my target market will wear as well. and, you know, eventually down the road, if um, if I, you know, the more research I do and the more information I get, you know, maybe we would end up uh, going the route of designing something. Um, but we're not there yet. So we're just, you know, right now focusing on providing women with, you know, a variety of unique clothing for activewear that's fashionable and staying on trend and and making it easier for women to just go right on the website and uh, and order. I like the idea of unique. I remember when I was younger once and didn't have a lot of money, I bought the outfit that was on top, that was on the front page of the Target flyer. Then I went to work and someone said, oh, that was on the Target flyer. So so I think. Well, it's funny. People still want everything. Like, So if I dress a mannequin, people say, I want that. They want everything from the sports bra to the leggings to the shirt. So when people see it all laid out, they, they respond to that. They do, because I don't think that I'm as good at fashion as other people are. So I would 
really love to have somebody tell me this is what's going to look good on you. And I think mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. Right. Are, do you have a lot of sales right now? So we just launched in May. Um, and so far it's been, it's been pretty steady. Um, summer was a little bit slower with people traveling and people aren't really focused on buying workout clothes or focused on buying bathing suits and sundresses and things like that. Um, but it has been steady. And, uh, one of the, one of the ways that I've been trying to get out there is by reaching out to boutique studios in the area that I live in, um, and doing a lot of trunk shows there. Getting people to see the different brands in person has had a very positive impact. Um, so that has been one of the challenges is people don't recognize the brand. Um, they see it online. They want to see it in person. So really just getting the product out there um, and then getting a customer base that way and then looking at a brand and saying, oh, I love this legging from Define Your Inspiration. Never heard of that brand, but I love how they feel. Let me go back on your website and order another pair. And so just really getting people to um, to feel it, to touch it, and and to, to see it in person. Jay Alexander Martin. I think you should try more of the subscription model. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, that's what seems to be working yep. for a lot of um uh, websites because of the you know Amazon is just taking oh you can't can't compete with certainly can't compete with the with the, with the uh, any of these large 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 websites like you can't do it right um second you you're speaking about it being easy how easy is it to actually purchase um two you're speaking about um you know you being a woman and you not being able to not necessarily being Miss Super Fashion, but there's a lot of women out there like that. So what I, want, I think you should do is start trying to build a community around the people like that. Mm-hmm. Then in turn, offering them subscription service in which they can get you know, this, this, this item, this item, this item, and they'll get it and they'll pay you every month this amount of money. Mm-hmm. But then that starts to add up. You being a finance person, that starts to add up right. versus you sitting there waiting for somebody to click through right. because it just doesn't happen. It's just my advice. Yeah. So so we are researching the whole subscription model. Um, there's just a lot of technology around that. So um, so that's what we're kind of working through. Do you, you drop ship? No. Looking to drop ship too. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah. So no. so drop shipping, that's not like with the drones that bring the product <laughs> here. Soon. Soon it will be. But I think that's great advice. You know what? I think that's yes, really great advice. You. And I think you've got something there because – my daughter rarely goes to the store now. She doesn't have the money probably to buy these brands, but I don't even go to the store that much anymore. I don't have the time. Yeah. Most of my shopping is online anymore. Yeah, we do free shipping and free returns, so we make it easy for the customer um, and really just trying to focus on on strong customer service. Well, that's really that's, great, Debbie. Uh, and we're, we're out of time now for your pitch. You're listening to... Uh, Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gerhart and our special guest, Jay Alexander-Martin. Uh, Debbie, where can they find your uh, store online? So the website is studio128fit.com. All right. So go to Studio128Fit and check out the marvelous apparel there. You're listening to WOR. 
Uh, 710 on your AM dial. We'll be back in just a minute. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearheartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T. T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now more with Richard and Elizabeth. Passage to Profit. And now we come to our third pitch. Last but certainly not least, Andre Turnbull with Sweat Equity Apparel Company. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my name is Andre Turnbull. I'm the uh, founder and uh, creative director of Mogul by Sweat Equity Apparel Co. And uh, what Mogul by Sweat Equity Apparel Co. is, is, a, is an inspirational lifestyle brand that caters to today's entrepreneurs and creatives. And uh, what we have is uh, we, have, we have T-shirts that obviously say Mogul and, and hats. And uh, the whole idea of, of Mogul is to encourage and to inspire uh, pe- because a lot of people are walking around with great ideas, uh, big ideas. And uh, sometimes they need that extra push, that extra nudge to, to to bring that whole idea to life. And that's what sweat equity is as it, as it pertains to business, from my understanding, is putting in that work and that time to bring the idea to life. And so I came up with Mogul because a lot of times we hear about Mogul, we think of of all the people on the magazines and the you know all, all, all the top names, which was just great. And we don't take away from their accomplishments and everything they've done. But I do believe that people with the people with the great ideas, the people who are at the core of their communities, who are doing great work, who are doing a great job at, at servicing their communities, people with, with great brands and great ideas, I believe those people are also moguls in their own right. So that's where I came up with this uh, with this idea. It's not just uh, about the shirts and the hats. Um, we have, we're have we coming out with sneakers this year, actually, um, but we kind of had to dial things back due to some production issues, but we're going to work those out uh, for next year, obviously. But uh, we've also created a platform uh, which which brings together entrepreneurs and creatives from different different fields. And uh, we just had our first big event uh, back in June called the Mogul Summit, which we brought together uh, over 100 plus uh, entrepreneurs and creatives, uh, brought together different uh, entrepreneurs who've been doing this for a long time. We had them on panel, you know, panel discussions, and we talked about just what it takes to be an entrepreneur and the, the, the ups and the downs. And it's not always about glitz and glamour. It's about, you know, the hard work and, and, and sometimes the mental work that goes into that. So we also discussed how to balance uh, mental health and success. So that's, uh, that's pretty much it. And that's a tough one, yes. especially for entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs yes. are the yeah, most Yeah, the mental health people. part is still, <laughs> yeah. I'm still working on that. All of us are. Yeah, so. Uh, I do love the mogul design. It's very simple, uh, yeah. but really impressive, catchy. So it sounds so, it's almost like more than just a clothing line. Right. It's a. What would you call it? How would you I, I, it's define more it? of an inspirational lifestyle brand. So it's more than just it's not just the, the, the I, I, I call that the shirts and the hats kind of like a byproduct of what we're doing. It's more we, we've I've done motivational speaking. Um, I've done, like I said, the uh, the the Mogul Summit, which it's it's it, like I said, it's a platform that brings together these creatives, 
brings together these entrepreneurs to, to inspire each other to share resources uh, because a lot of times we you know we, we want to get things done we want to we want to bring ideas to life but sometimes the resources are not there in terms of like who do I talk to for this and the the the, the platform serves to uh, bring together those people who have different resources that can actually help people to push them forward and to you know bring their brands and their businesses to life well wow, that's great so you're really building a community then. yes yes so you know we didn't really get into that when we first started. Well, Richard started his law firm and I helped him. I told him I would do whatever it took to make a successful law firm and being in the background, but we didn't realize there were meetups you could go to in communities back then. And it would have probably really helped us a lot because when we were in corporate, it's so different Mm -hmm. than being an entrepreneur. Like, like, what do you need marketing for? Well, then yeah. you're an entrepreneur, and it's like, oh, yeah. my God, it's yeah. all about marketing. And you wear all the hats. <laughs> yeah. You do everything yeah, yourself. Yeah, you do everything, yeah. 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 No, that's great. So how do you find members? How do you encourage them to join the movement? So I, I leverage, obviously, social media. I, I do a lot of that. Um, with, with my, we, we have an Instagram page. Um, we, have a, we have a Facebook page. Um, I also do a lot of pop-up shops. I also partner with a lot of different uh, different brands and different Entrepreneurs who are doing great things, they always have like meetups and they have uh, different events. Uh, For instance, uh, there's another event that I have coming up. It's an art show. And so a friend of mine, she's an artist. She does really great paintings. So she's like, listen, you know, come on out, bring some merchandise and uh, you can. So I do do a lot of those things to kind of create a buzz around the brand and a lot of pop up shops, a lot of meetups. and, And like I said, if I get the chance to do uh, motivational speaking, I do I do that also. And uh, so, yeah. what is a pop up shop? I haven't heard that term before. So a pop up. So it, it, it's more like a, if you think of the idea of a flea market. It, that's that's kind of I guess it's another fancy way of saying yeah. So different people with different uh, uh, products or whatever it is, they they come and they they'll, they'll get a space there, and um, you get a table there, and you set up, and uh, you get to you know market your brand and and sell your products there. So, okay, yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. So, yeah. um, so how many members uh, have you got in your group? Is there a specific a place, a specific meetup where they can go and you can sign up and so experience right now, this? And it's good that you said that because I, that has not been established in terms of like membership and all that good stuff. But that's another that's another way to think of it. But we have created a platform um, on social media. Um, we, we try best to put out good content. Um, and like I said, the Mogul Summit is actually a yearly thing that we're, we're doing now where we're bringing together all these. Uh, we, we keep people engaged, obviously, via social media and everything else that we do. Um, but the Mogul Summit is is to bring those creatives together, and uh, it's a day of inspiration. It's a day of collaboration. You get to meet different people. You get to you know listen to other entrepreneurs who have been you know who have a lot of skin in the game, and uh, we'll we'll do panel discussions. You get to ask. You get to network. You get to talk to these people and uh, you know pick their brains. So. so where do we sign up for that? Right now, the, the 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 platform is there on social media. So it's the Mogul Summit. If you if you type it in on uh, Instagram, you'll find the Mogul Summit platform okay. there. But right now, there's not really a, a, a sign up sheet. Uh, okay. uh, you know, you just keep you know follow the page, and uh, we'll keep you abreast on on different things that we're doing in terms of events. And uh, we're gonna have different events throughout the year. And um, but the main thing is the Mogul Summit, which happens uh, in June uh, of every year. So. And where does that happen? Well, this June we had it at, uh, at Loft 29. That's up on our tw- uh, West 29th Street. So we don't have a, like an actual sp- like specific spot that we have it all the time, but that was one of the uh, spots that we But it would at. be in Manhattan? Yeah, definitely okay. would be in the city. So it's a central location where everyone can uh, you know, get there. The brand comes with hats. It comes with the shirts. 
and uh, that's pretty much what we're selling. But it's not it's it's not about necessarily the product itself or the the hats. It's more of an inspirational brand, which is Mogul by Sweat Equity Apparel. Mogul by Sweat. Okay. How the whole thing came about? I have a passion for people, mm-hmm. and I have a passion for seeing people be the best versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I I've been around a lot of people who have had ideas, great ideas that they wanted to, to 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 bring to life, but sometimes they don't have that person or that group of people that they can lean on. We're creating a platform or a community, if you will. That's what the brand Mogul by Sweat Equity Apparel Co. is. Okay. All so right. So I, at a pop up shop, I can buy into. Well, it, not shirt. only at a pop-up shop. I mean, there's a website. There's sweatequityapparelco.com. You can buy the stuff on the, on the website. It's not just the pop-up shops. Mm-hmm. How are you monetizing this? So monetizing it. So right now, uh, the, the the main stream of uh, of income with that comes from the the purchase what people purchase in terms of the hats and the 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 uh, the shirts. So that's that's where most of the money comes from. Obviously, when we do the seminars uh, in in terms of the, the the mogul summit, of course, that gets monetized too. But the mainstream of income is the uh, the shirts and the hats. So that was very interesting. So mogul, we'll certainly look for that. And yes. Your website is sweatequityapparelco.com. Sweatequityapparelco.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you very much, Andre. Thank you. You're listening to WOR 710, the voice of New York. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software, application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed, and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit GEA A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. We've come to the end of our presentations this evening, and they were all great, weren't they? They certainly were. I'm glad we had such great people on the show, and I am really happy that we talked about one of my favorite things in life, clothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's certainly true. Remember, everyone, to go to the Passage to Profit page at gearhartlaw.com spelled G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W, and vote for your favorite project. This evening, we heard from Lori Sexton from Pochette, also Debbie Kleinbauer, Studio 128 Fit, and the third pitch was from Andre Turnbull, Sweat Equity Apparel Company. So now Google Passage to Profit and make your choice. Remember, you can only vote once, and you have until next Sunday at 7 p.m. to vote. This evening's pitch contestants will receive a Passage to Profit t-shirt, and the best overall vote-getter for the month will receive an Amazon gift card. And before we sign off, I think we want to hear a little bit more from Jay. During the break, we were talking a little bit about some interesting things. Could you please reiterate what you were saying? Um, I was basically saying, um, you know, there's a a big influx of people wanting to be entrepreneurs, and there really isn't a forum or a place or somewhere where they can go and kind of understand what, what it really means to be an entrepreneur. And we have shows like this, which is very helpful and impactful. And, and a lot of people should be kind of tuning in 
um, hint, hint, you know, people <laughs> should be tuning in, tuning in about this show because it, it brings a lot, a lot of wealth of knowledge. I believe even when Andre was talking, um, he was kind of leading to where he has a couple of forums. So that was great. That was great. And I, I kind of pushed him to, you know, in the break to, to go more towards that. Yeah, I think uh, getting clarity around your pitch and your concept is absolutely critical because if you can't articulate it clearly, then nobody is going to understand it, even if you do understand right. it. And a lot of times, you know, I don't know, I feel like sometimes I have innate ability to, to kind of home in on what someone really should be doing or not doing. A lot of times people will be super happy about one thing, but that's not, no, sometimes that's not what it what they're kind of geared up to be. You know, in the end, in the beginning, when I first started, I wanted to be in fashion. I didn't know exactly what part of fashion I was getting in. Actually, I really wanted to be a buyer. I right. went to school to be a buyer. Right, right. And then I ended up a clothing designer. Like, how's that work? Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see anything you wanted to buy. <laughs> exactly. 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 Life uh, takes some... Life uh, takes some t- twists and turns. Takes some twists and turns. So revisiting Andre just a little bit, I think he said his passion is people. He loves people. Right. So you are really encouraging him to go for that piece of his psyche and do the entrepreneurial thing where he brings his entrepreneurs together and he helps them grow by having each other face their challenges and get advice from each other and from people like you and really br- make a community that can be uplifting for everybody. Yes, definitely, definitely. And the word mogul means that everyone can be a mogul and it's also sort of a goal. So it's a way of self-acknowledgement and looking to the future. So I think that's a very positive message, yeah. and um, I think it's great that we can experience these moments on the show. I agree. Yeah, and actually, Jay, I think you were really, really helpful, so thank you very much. You had really sound, solid, personalized advice for each of these pitches, and people need that when they're starting out. Like you said, during the break, you wish somebody had told you, look, at this is what you should do. I'm looking at it from the outside. You should go this way. Yeah, well, a lot of times people don't have that blueprint, and they're just going to keep working and working and working it until hopefully it wins. I mean, I remember going to school, and they're teaching me one thing, and I'm telling them, well, that's not how it works because it's actually working for me in another way. You know, but, I, you know, practical advice beats technical advice sometimes, any, any, any time for me because, you know, if someone has gone through it, they know, you know. Right, and the, that experience is, is, is valuable, and... It's helpful for people who are starting out because it can save them a lot of time and a lot yeah. of money. If they listen. <laughs> if yeah. they- <laughs> and heartache. <laughs> so, so I think we probably have to wrap up. This has been very valuable. Thank you very much. I definitely enjoyed my time here. Oh, great. Well, we would have you back anytime. <laughs> anytime. Um, so we would like to thank you and all of our pitchers and our producer, Noah Fleischman, and our sound engineer, Rob Barretts, who really makes this sound good on the radio and our media maven Kenya Gibson and the whole iHeart team and don't forget to join us next week for another excellent speaker and another round of pitches it's different every week I got to tell you guys you got to tune in every week because you'll hear something new and you can start thinking about what your pitch will be and don't forget to like us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter this is Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart on iHeart Radio with Passage to Profit W-O-R-7-10, the voice of New York.